0: The birth of Jesus is foretold in Luke 1:26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, "The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, therefore the child will be born to ho- <clears throat> born will be holy, and he will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her, who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, "Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word." And then the angel left. Departed from her.
1: This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be you to be God. God. Amen. Amen. together today. I'm going to recap just briefly our message from last week. Through this Advent season, I've been taking a look at maybe how the people that these angels appeared to felt during that time, trying to show us that the people of that time understood the scriptures of the Hebrew Bible from the very early ancestors, that these messengers that appeared to them still frightened them, but they weren't completely afraid because they had those examples from the past. And then today, as we hear them in our world, and our life, the messengers of God still speak to us. They speak to us through those stories that we understand them in a new and different way. We're able to apply them to our culture and our life today. But also, people... Or examples of different circumstances and situations can be messages from God. These Angelos, the messenger, the angels of our life. I've been using the book by Susan Robb called The Angels of Christmas. Hearing the voices of God in Christmas. And it has been wonderful. To go through and think of these angel appearances from the gospel lessons in a new and different way. We began last week with the angel Gabriel appearing to Zachariah. And usually that's a strange message to begin with during Advent. But I hope that those of you who were able to hear the message realize that it's very important to the Christmas story. Zechariah was a priest. I'll just kind of summarize it real briefly for us again, just to recap. He was a priest, a descendant of Aaron, and among the priesthood of what they believed to be about 8,000 other priests. And the time had come for him to be called to go in and do the work in the temple. His assignment or job that day was to go in and do the incense offering, the burning of the incense. So he goes into the temple, closes the door. The congregation is gathered outside, left out there praying. And as he's in there doing the tradition of the incense burning, the angel Gabriel Gabriel appears to him. Of course, he's terrified because, as anyone would be, if you've ever been in a church at night or even during the day alone, it can be a little creepy. And if I was up here doing my thing and somewhere out of absolutely nowhere, somebody appeared, of course I'm going to be terrified. That's exactly what happened with Zachariah that day. But then Gabriel goes on to say, do not fear. It is me, Gabriel. And Zechariah would have instantly been comforted a little bit and recognized the angel Gabriel because it's the same angel that appeared to Daniel in the Hebrew Scriptures. Gabriel tells him, Your wife, Elizabeth, this old barren woman, is going to conceive a child. Now that would have been a familiar story to him too because he would have known about Abraham and Sarah but he still did not believe it. He thought, there's no way that this is going to happen to me and Elizabeth. And Gabriel says, no, Zach, it will happen, and it's going to happen in God's time. And you're going to name him John. And John is going to have a very, very important role in his life. He is going to bring people to God. He is going to bring families together. Because of Zacharias, doubt during that time. The angel let him know that it was indeed going to happen the way that he said it was, and it would happen in God's time. But until that moment, he would be mute and unable to speak. So as he left the temple, tried to explain, but couldn't verbally explain to the people what had happened and what took so long inside there, They realized something strange had happened, but I don't think they fully grasped exactly what was going on. He went home to his wife. She did indeed conceive. And the two of them went into kind of a seclusion during her gestational time, this time that they remained mute from the rest of the world as well. It was during her sixth month that our story today picks up. There was this young maiden woman, this little girl, a young lady, not much older than my daughter, Bella, who you all know. As Mary was going about her business, probably doing the things that she normally would have done that day, perhaps preparing a mill, cleaning house, drawing water from a well, an angel, appears to her as anyone would be if somebody came upon you unexpectedly she was frightened but the angel said good morning beautiful you are beautiful inside and out you are full of god's beauty and she was shaken mary you don't have anything to fear, it's okay. I have a surprise for you, God has a surprise for you. You're going to become pregnant. And you're going to give, a birth, you're going to give birth to a son and you will call him Jesus.
2: What? But, that's... what, but that's crazy, I'm way too young. What will the townspeople think of me? I don't even know how to mother a child, what am I gonna do? It'll be okay. I've never even swept with Joseph, though. I've never even been with him.
1: It'll be okay, Mary. He, he will be called great. He will be the son of highest. And the Lord will give him the throne of the father David. He will rule Jacob's house forever. No end ever to his kingdom. But how? But How? well the holy spirit is going to come upon you the power of the highest will hover over you therefore the child that you bring to birth will be called holy and the son of god
2: there's no way though it, it can't happen
1: mary did you know that your cousin elizabeth you know her, who I'm talking about, your cousin Elizabeth?
2: Oh yes, we are very good friends when you were little.
1: Well, as old as she is, she conceived a child.
2: What, but that's crazy, no way. She is way too old to have a child.
1: But she did, she conceived a child and indeed she is six months pregnant. You see Mary, nothing is impossible with God absolutely nothing I'm all in I'm the
2: I'm the maid of God and I am ready to serve
1: and then the angel left her Mary didn't waste a minute she got up and she quickly traveled to a town called Judah in the hill country She went straight to Zachariah and Elizabeth's house. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby that was in her womb leaped with joy, and she was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she sang out exuberantly, Mary, you are so blessed among women, and so will the babe that is in your womb be. The moment that your sound greeted my ears, this baby that is in my womb leaped like a lamb for sheer joy. Blessed woman, you believed what God said. You believed every word and it has come true. I'm,
2: bur- I'm bursting with God news. I'm dancing the song of my savior, God. God took one good look at me and look what happened. I'm the most fortunate woman on earth. What God has done for me will never be forgotten. The God whose very name is holy set apart from all others. His mercy flows in wave after wave on those who who are all before him. He bared his arm and showed his strength scattered the bluffing baggards. He he knocked triants off their high horses, pulled victims out of the mud. The starving sat down to a, a banquet, and the callous rich were left out in the cold. He embraced his chosen child, Israel. He remembered and piled on the mercies piled them high exactly what he promised, beginning with
1: Abraham and up to right now. After that encounter, Mary stayed with Elizabeth for three months and then she went back to her home. This story of Mary and Gabriel appearing to her, the story of Mary going to her cousin Elizabeth's house with haste and baby John leaping in the womb. It's one that is very, very familiar to each one of us. But there are some points in this scripture that I think that we can really pull out and help us in our world today. Maybe we can think about it in a new way. You know, Mary had questions when God appeared to her. But I don't think that she was doubting so much like Zachariah did. I think that the questions that she asked Gabriel were really more for clarity. Trying to figure out how is this going to happen. Though she was young, she had become a woman She was physically able to conceive a child, but she knew the physical act that it took for that to happen. I think Mary was a pretty good girl, one that went along with the way of the world, the way that women were supposed to be at that time. And so for her to have an angel appear to her and tell her that she was going to conceive a baby out of wedlock and without having the physical act course she had questions, a lot of questions, ones that my 10-year-old probably couldn't truly ask here in church. I can only imagine the questions that were going on that day. But ultimately, she ended up saying, I am all in. Here am I. And she had a faith that was greater and deeper than most of us probably ever get to experience. One that I hope each of us strive for in all of our own ways. God reassures her that she is going to be filled with the Spirit. Mary had a God moment that day, a big God moment that day, when she was able to say, I'm all in. A hundred percent, I am in, and I trust you. And she knew that, and she accepted that because of the words that we sing so often this time of year, Emmanuel, God with us. She knew that no matter what, God was going to be with her on this journey. These, how can this be moments that Mary experienced That is a moment that is very real for us i know that there have been multiple conversations that i have had with people there have been multiple times in my own life that i have sat and i have asked god how can this be sometimes these moments can be little things these can be little things like somebody showing up and saying hey I think you should do this, and you would be really, really good at it. And I'm thinking, me? (laughs) No, not me. This person would be much better. I can't do this. But they keep encouraging me, and they keep nudging me. And eventually I say yes, and it turns out to be an amazing moment. A moment that I didn't expect in my life. As I think back on a time in my life, one of those moments was teaching preschool. In my first appointment when I lived in Colby, our preschool director needed somebody part-time. I happened to be a part-time pastor, and she came to me and said, hey, you know... um, do you want to work full time? Bella's going to be in class this year. She's the only one you're going to have at home. You won't need childcare. You'd be amazing at this. And I'm like, I can think of about 14 other people that would be a whole lot better at this than me. But she kept encouraging me, and it turned out that that year of teaching preschool was one of the most influential years on my entire adult life. The things that I learned from those little kids and the ways that they helped shape my own faith were huge. Mrs. Jennings was an angel that appeared to me that year. One that came to me and made me say, how can this be? But she reminded me that God was calling me to do it. And I said, yeah, I'm all in. Here am I. There's other moments in our life, however, that we ask God, how can this be? And these moments are a lot more difficult for us. Sometimes I don't know that we ever fully understand them or have an answer. But this scripture and this story of Mary and Gabriel and the faith that Mary has reminds me that God is with us no matter what. These moments that I'm talking are about, these times in our lives where somebody dies unexpectedly. Our little Brady church just had this happen last week. Two weeks ago, we celebrated birthdays. We gave hugs. Everything was normal on our Sunday morning worship. The week went on. Families gathered for Thanksgiving. Janie had all of her family at her house gathered around. And on Saturday morning, she woke up and had a heart attack. And as quickly as she woke up, She was gone. Our Brady congregation has sat and asked over and over and over, how can this be? What are we going to do? That's the reason I was late. We had to have a meeting because she's our finance person. Who's going to count the money? Who's going to be on the checkbook? We had a lot of questions, a whole lot of questions for God. How can this be? There's other times in our lives that very unexpected events happen. A child gets injured or dies. We can't make sense of those things. A young person in their 40s goes to a doctor's appointment and finds out that they have cancer, but they have five little kids at home. How can this be, Lord? How can this be? Violence happens in a house to little children or the families don't have enough money to buy them groceries or Christmas presents or all of the normal things that we are supposed to be able to give our children. Instead, these kids show up to school and they are hungry and they are bruised and they have been abused. Lord, how can this be? There are a lot of different circumstances in our life that we are scared scared to death, things that happen in our life that we don't understand, and we fall to our knees and we ask the Lord, how can this be? But as the angel appeared to Mary and reminded her, it is during those moments that you do not have to be afraid because the Holy Spirit will be with you. God will come upon you, and God will carry you through it Sometimes those difficult times in our lives last for a while. The answers that we seek when we fall to our knees and say, how can this be, might not appear instantly when we want them to. Sometimes there's this gestational time period, and it takes three months or three years or 30 years for us to fully understand it. But God never leaves us during that time, ever Those final moments and interactions that we read about and learned from today with Bella, that moment between Elizabeth and Mary, are another really important piece of this story. The first thing that Mary did after she accepted the news that the angel had told her, and she told God, here I am. I am 100% your servant she went with haste to somebody that she knew she could trust, somebody that she knew would encourage her and love her and bring her support and comfort. And from the moment that Mary got to Elizabeth's door and said, Mary or Elizabeth, guess what? I'm here. That very first greeting, Elizabeth said she was filled with the Spirit. Her baby in her womb leapt with joy The two of them had this very tender moment together. A moment that I hope each one of you have experienced at some point in your life with somebody that you love and you trust very much, even though you know that God is going to be with you. It's a good thing to go with haste to somebody that you trust and that you love. And you go and you share this moment that you have had, this God moment that you have had with them. And it is during that moment God will fill both of you. The Spirit will be with you. And you experience those tender moments like Elizabeth and Mary did. That relationship that we have with other people is precious. And it's priceless to us. And that is another way that God is with us. This Advent, this Sunday, the second Sunday of Advent, it is the Sunday of peace. And my hope is that each of us are reminded and filled with peace today as we remember that we too are waiting for what God has promised us. We too offer a womb, a temple for the Holy Spirit to come into And for God to plant what is to be born through us as we minister to the rest of this world. And that we too are able to find comfort and tender moments when we go through difficult circumstances. Because of Emmanuel, God is with us. Amen.